Hey, it's Domestic Don, Josh Landers. How you guys doing? Um, I'm so tired of moving. I don't know how many times we've moved in our life, or my life, but it's been a little too much lately. We just moved last year, now we're looking to sell this fucking house and move again. So we're in, the, we're in that process right now. And the worst thing about it, the shittiest thing about it so far, is just having to get the house ready in the mornings before leaving for work, uh, just the little tiny shit you have to always do. Uh, polish the counters again, or sweep the crumbs from the kids' breakfast, do the dishes and put shit away that's on the countertop. Like, we can't even have fucking bananas or a honeydew melon or a watermelon on our countertops for whatever reason. Because I guess a potential buyer will see that we eat fruit and won't want to purchase the house after that. I have no idea. I don't think I would get offended or triggered. If I went into a house, I was going to buy and saw fruit on the counter. I don't know how you guys feel, but that's what the real estate people say to do. Get it as clean as possible. Take all your family pictures off the wall. Just make it look at like a, like no one's ever lived here. Uh, we had to move the TV in from the garage into the living room just for what, whatever reason. I guess people want to see that they can watch TV in the living room. So anyway, it's just all this little ticky-tack bullshit, like I said. And um, it's, it's, it's weighing on me a little bit. It's getting too much. And the thing that we have to do as well is, is the dog. We, we have to take the dog out for a walk or just out of the house for a little while when people are coming to, to view the house. Because uh, our, our house supposedly is, uh, is moving ready. It's a turnkey and all this other goddamn uh, real estate verbiage and vernacular that's out there. I hate it. I absolutely hate it. And I think, I mean, if you're a real estate agent, I'm sorry for you. But they, they have to, you have to have a certain mentality to be a real estate agent they're all kind of the same they're all they're all very much the same and i'm sure if you've bought a house you you get what i'm saying uh, and again if you're a real estate agent do you have to change your your daily mental state just to do what you do i don't know it's not like selling your soul to the devil or anything but i i can't stand it i can't i'm not saying they're bad people it's just that they're they're salesmen right that's what they do they they work in sales no, the worst thing we have to do, like I said, uh, uh, take the dog. So we uh, got a dog, adopted a dog. Is it rescued a dog? We didn't rescue her. We had to pay 85 bucks, no, like 125 bucks, I think, at the shelter here, local shelter, to get her. So it's not like we, it's not like we saved her life or rescued her. Uh, did we adopt her? I don't know. That's kind of a weird phrase to say you adopted a dog. They're not a fucking child. Uh, but we got her from the pound, and she's a pound dog. And she's about 65, 66 pounds, American Bulldog slash who knows what. Uh, I'm sure there's got to be some terrier in there, some fucking uh, limb-tearing type of species, some baby skull crusher species out there. But she's she's the most skittish, not skittish, but she's a scaredy cat. She's like the most gentle 65 pound of muscle I've ever seen in my life. She gets scared of leaves falling from trees. If you move a chair too fast, she's, she freaks out about that. If you open the trash can lid to get her food, she kind of startles at that. But again, she's a sweetheart. My daughter and son, they could do whatever they want to her. They flop her, she, my six-year-old daughter, she flops her lips all the time and just, you know, will pull her ears and fucking tug her tail. And this dog doesn't do anything. It doesn't growl. I've never heard it growl never heard her growl yet she does bark luckily you know when people are walking by the fences outside of our house uh, other dogs passing by she does bark but on walks i've never seen her bark never once she lunges at cats that's normal uh she wants to go say hi to other dogs but then people who are walking their dog it's they fucking just cross the street when they see her coming because like i said she's a she's a, a breed that people i guess are scared of for whatever reason um, and I get it. I get it. Most of the attacks you hear about people getting, I just read one that some fucking lady got like, trounced by like eight dogs. I never mentioned the breed, but I'm sure they weren't chihuahuas. But the fucking thing about walking her around, and I, I really, I'm starting to hate small dogs. It's not their fault. I mean, maybe their owners are just a bunch of fucking little shitheads too. I don't know. Maybe they have the fucking Napoleon complex, even if they're normal sized human beings. But these little dogs, I passed by with, with my dog, and this lady the other day, I was walking just through a normal neighborhood, and about 20, 15, 20 yards away, she sees me coming on the opposite side of the road. I'm walking against traffic, so there's no cars really going down these, these small roads, and she picks up her little fucking, I don't know what it was, some fuzzy little shit, probably some mixed chihuahua 
wiener dog, terrier, I don't know, Jack Russell, who knows what it was, I can't remember. But this little black fuzzy thing, she picks it up in her arms, fucking cradles it. And not only is a dog side-eyeing my fucking dog when we pass by, this fucking shitty lady is also giving not just me an evil eye, like, what, what, my dog's not doing anything. My dog's just kind of looking at your dog with it, her tongue's all lolling out of her face. You know, she's fucking dripping slobber. And she's just passing by looking at the dog in your arms and looking at you. No lunging, no growling, no baring of teeth or anything. Just a dopey, dumb look on my dog's face. Like usual. So, and then I just, again, why is the lady fucking, why is she side glancing me? Why is she looking at me like I'm a horrible person for having this dog? Lady, I fucking rescued this dog, I should have said. You know what? I saved this dog's life. Who knows where this dog would have ended up if it wasn't for my heart of gold to get her out of that situation she had at the, at the, what what do they call them? Not a pound anymore. What do they call them? Dog safe space? Is that what they are? This is a dog safe space. The fuck they call it? Shelter. Animal shelter. So you can't even call it the pound anymore. And you know, people people have asked me already. Oh, did you rescue her? I don't say I don't say I rescued her. I say I got him for I got her from the shelter. I don't know. Again, rescuing just sounds weird to me. Uh, for a dog, adopting sounds strange to me. For whatever reason. What the fuck did this stop recording? That was weird. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it 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 is I guess a strange thing to get a dog from a shelter. And we've gotten one before years ago. Uh, we did. Well, we got a few dogs from from the pound. Our first. Uh, before I think uh, where my wife and I married I can't remember but this is years ago before my son was born we got a pug a black pug from the Sacramento shelter and that was a good dog he didn't have any issues uh, but he's a pug he's a, he was a strange dog and eventually once our son was born and we moved to Arkansas we just didn't really have a, a lot of space for the dog in our lives uh, my son was you know six months old or not even that couple, uh, maybe a couple months old six months old whatever he was Anyways, we just we were busy, and I don't know. We just didn't really have the, the, I don't know, not the guts, but the fortitude to kind of stay with this dog. But we didn't get rid of him. We gave him to my parents, and my parents were able to see him through the rest of his life. He had a nice, quiet life out in New Mexico, and he was able to live with other dogs, and he was fine. So that wasn't that sad. You know, sad to give him up, but at least he went to a loving place. Another dog we did get when we moved back to California, we went to the shelter yet again, in uh, I think it was Sacramento and it, it, it was a lab mix a black lab mix and he was a great dog too Murphy I remember his name just fucking jet black a lot of energy a lot of spunk but then we realized that we could not leave him alone if we left him alone we'd have to we lived at a place where we had a yard but there was no uh, fencing around the yard so we'd have to tie him up and if we tied him up for a couple of hours, he would just freak the fuck out, uh, barking the entire time, uh, trying to pull himself off the chain. Uh, another house we moved to later on, he was able to get off his chain in the backyard and almost, I think, almost fucking hung himself over a, about a five-foot fence. He was able to jump over, like, fucking ten-foot fences. And he was just having, he just got some issues. And when I took him to a shelter about an hour away... They, the, the trainers were amazed that we kept this dog for as long as we did. Uh, he, was, he, was, he had some issues. He was, a, he was a very generalized pound dog, if you think of what a generalized pound dog is, something that does have some sort of background issues, right, uh, from its childhood, from its puppyhood. It has uh, uh, maybe some daddy issues. I don't know. Do, dog, do dogs get daddy issues or mommy issues? Or they just get fucking beaten by shitty people who, who happen to have them when they're puppies? So that was a, that was unfortunate. I I don't know if he was euthanized, but he might have been euthanized. I hope I, hope, I don't really like to think about that. Uh, and then we had another dog after that that was not from a shelter. We knew people who were breeding a what was it a pug and a, a, a schnauzer I think a schnauzer and a pug were getting it on. And the only thing that this dog he was a great dog too about 25 28 pounds nice size but not too small not too big so and he was he was a jumpy little thing but he couldn't hurt you if he jumped he was he was just a sweetheart as well and that was sad to get rid of him but after we had him for seven years or so and he just got this skin disease and we were spending hundreds and hundreds if not maybe a couple thousand in the long run on trying to figure out what kind of pills to give him taking to the vet every few months and he was just starting to itch himself until he he would bleed and the fucking vets didn't even know what to do they said oh you can go down to san francisco and spend about twenty five hundred dollars to do a blood test and really figure out what the dog's allergic to if he's allergic to anything but they also said well it could be his food 
or it could be something that's blowing in like pollen or some shit from two miles away that just happens or it could be a tree that was in our yard i don't know we just didn't we could not figure it out but luckily we were able to find a sanctuary that does not euthanize and he went there and then we figured out so talk about fucking pound dogs having all these issues this dog and i think five or six of its siblings brothers and sisters went to other houses in the same town we're living in and they all had the same fucking skin issue so i guess you just never know you just never know what you're gonna get uh when you buy a dog you never know what you're gonna get when you have a fucking kid right i mean i don't know what my kids are gonna turn out to be Uh, hopefully not serial killers but i mean we don't have that gene in us but is that is that even a gene is it nature or nurture which one is it nature or nurture that makes people who they are a little bit of both Maybe it's a sort of mixed bag of both. But hopefully we haven't raised him to be any sort of weird killer or creepy fucking, I don't know, pedophile. Hopefully not. But you can only you can only hope, right? I remember before I go back to the fucking walking my dog. She Well, by the way, the dog we have now, the American Bulldog mix, she's fucking Mike Singletary. I mean, she's, got, she's muscle upon muscle upon muscle. So I can understand why people are intimidated, especially if you have small children, with her walking down the street or the sidewalk. Uh, but they cross over like I'm carrying two fucking AK-47s. You know, it's, it, it, it is, it's a good, it's nice to see because, you know, you're protected. But if, if someone fucking jumped our fence and robbed the house, she would lick them. That's all she would fucking do. She would just lick them and want to play with them. And are you taking me on a walk now? Can we please go on a walk? So, but I guess the intimidation factor is, is looks alone for dogs. Yeah, fucking dog owners. Just animal owners in general. Just like parents. Just like fucking parents of other kids that are not my kids. Ah, fuck off. They're all... Fuck them. My, if our kids acting shitty, do people give us a stink eye because our kids are acting up? I hope, I hope not. But we do that to parents, don't we? If we see some fucking white trash lady with her snot-nosed kid in a Walmart or something like that, just freaking the fuck out, and the mom's not paying any attention to the freak out, not even looking around at other people, maybe even in a restaurant. If you happen to go to Applebee's and you see a kid just throwing a fucking tantrum and ruining everybody else's uh, happy hour uh, with the fucking cheeseburger quesadillas, whatever the hell they have it, and jalapeno poppers at Applebee's, those parents won't take their kid outside. So yeah, they deserve the, the evil side glance from me in particular. But they also, but that's not the case with dogs. If the dog's not doing anything. So those people who have small dogs and you maybe have a small dog complex and you have some issue with larger dogs, dogs that are bigger than your fucking little rat, then just if, see if the dog's aggressive first. I'm sitting there, it's on its fucking leash. I'm not letting it go to come sniff you or your dumb dog. I'm, I'm, pulling, it, I'm pulling the dog along, right? Or she's pulling me along, actually. We're on a walk. Don't we have the fucking right to walk? Jesus Christ. It's like racism against dogs. Or that be wouldn't it be sexism, because they don't know if it's a boy or a girl that far away. Is it racism? Man, they don't look at the color. Breedism? Maybe it's breedism. Muscleism? If you have, a dog has fucking muscles, and you know what dogs attack the most? I mean, they don't do a lot of injury, but you know what dogs are a little bit more fucking chihuahuas. Those are little shits. I heard a story years ago. This little girl got her fucking lip bit off by a chihuahua at a softball game. Right? She's oh, what a cute little dog, and they look like little like I said, fucking rats. If you go to New York City, you're not sitting there having a fucking rat on your lap and having it eat a piece of pizza out of your palm. So why would Chihuahuas be any different? Right? They're, they're just as aggressive as I've seen, but again, they don't do that much damage. Their teeth are like fucking little chiclets. Right? And if, uh, my dog is, has a fucking clamp jaw. Right? That thing's not releasing. If it does, ever does bite onto something, which it won't. She won't. She's not going to bite anything. She doesn't have that temperament. And we've seen her with other dogs before. She doesn't even attack. So I'm not going to go too much on a fucking dog tangent here. But I guess one last thing, small dog owners could just fuck off. You know better than me. So now let's get a little bit more into uh, the real humanistic side of things with adoption. And with my wife, uh, I guess we had conversations probably before we were actually married about adoption. And she never really wanted to have kids of her own. She just wanted to adopt for some reason. You know, she had this sort of, I don't want to have my own children. I want to save other children that are in dire need of a loving home. And I was probably like, oh, yeah, that's a that's a swell idea. Most likely, I just wanted to get laid. So I kind of wanted to look good. But I never really bought it, bought the idea. Uh, I might have just said, oh, okay, yeah, sure, just to maybe have sex that night. But the idea of adoption always scared me. 
I mean, I, my, I, I scare myself in terms of what my own background, my own personal history is, and my own fucking rage and anger that I have from who knows what. You know, where does it come from? Probably my parents. Probably a mixture of genes from my ancestors before me. I don't know. But, uh, you know, who knows, who knows where it comes from? Who knows what is passed on down the line? I mean, who knows how much of that attitude you actually do get from them? Uh, and again, the idea of adoption, it's great that people do it. I'm not saying it's a bad process at all. I'm not, it might be too long of a process. Uh, it might be a kind of a fucked up uh, process where you, maybe only white kids with blue eyes get adopted quicker than uh, uh, Mexican babies or any other baby of color or maybe from a foreign country outside of America, right? That, that, there's got to be something there that could be changed and fixed and, you know, some sort of policies and procedures that could be changed in that. Uh, I've known people who have adopted kids, and, you know, it's, it's a long process. Uh, they, they do a lot of due diligence. They do a lot of work to get that kid and to show that they could provide not just security and monetary uh, uh, ideas, but also love. So obviously that needs to be part of the mode of operation, but not for me, not for me. I don't want to adopt a kid. Uh, and back then I was like, no, I don't know. I mean, what version of that kid are we going to get? Who, who are the parents? Do we even know the parents? I mean, you do hear the stories of where they come from and usually the kid who's getting adopted. It's not usually, I don't think this is the, the most a basic case uh, or usual case where a child comes from a very quality background. Usually not. It's some crack poor, right? Someone who didn't want to have a baby who just got knocked up and wanted to get, get rid of that baby. Uh, I know there's surrogates out there. I, I don't think I would do that too because wouldn't that surrogate mom, wouldn't that surrogate mother have a lot of close ties with that baby after it was born and not want to give it up? I know there's been fucking movies about that shit and stuff. Was that Rosemary's baby? Was she a surrogate? She's a surrogate for the devil. Um, but, you know, adoption, again, great. Not chastising it. Not going against people who actually do it. But kudos to you, because I wouldn't. And I know if I adopted a kid, I'd be looking at that kid and be like, what the fuck are you going to do to me now? Right? What are you going to do to me while I'm sleeping? Uh, there's no blood relationship there. How do I know the kid would love me? You know, I'm kind of a douchebag. I just don't. How would that, would that kid love me? I mean, I'd probably be extra, extra fucking careful. I'll give that kid, I'd spoil the fucking kid. You know why? I'd spoil the kid way more than I've ever spoiled my own children, which I try, try not to do too much because I don't want them to grow up, grow up to be spoiled little cunts. But I would spoil that kid every, what do you want for breakfast? Ice cream? Fuck, okay. What do you want for lunch? Cherry pie? Sure. What do you want for dinner? Uh, macaroni and cheese with cherry pie? Yeah, all right. I would give that kid everything. Right? I would give him everything because I don't. I wouldn't trust him or her. I keep saying him. I wouldn't trust that kid. Just, I mean, I, w I can't sleep well anyways. So I'll just have one eye open like fucking uh, Two-Tail Heart. Or what's that goddamn other girl in post? Po uh, is it Two-Tail? No, what the fuck's it called? I don't know. The guy who fucking kills his land landlord and shoves him under the, the fucking rafters or the floorboards. And that one eye is just looking through the goddamn, goddamn floorboard. Let me look. Fuck, how do I not know that? Let me look it up real quick. I think it's two tell. Fucking Edgar. Hold on. Edgar Allan Poe. Short stories. The Telltale Heart. What did I say? The Two Tail Heart? There's a two hearted river. I know that's a story by what's his face? The guy who shot himself. Hemingway. The Telltale Heart. Yeah, that's one. That's what I would be. I'd be fucking just one eye open every single night, just looking out. All right, I hear some footsteps. Uh, I hear a door creaking open. I hear some cupboards opening. What the fuck's going on? Right? I would not be able to sleep whatsoever. There's a good story by, I think it was Ray Bradbury. It's called Tiny Assassin or Small Assassin. I'm so bad with titles. Just like I'm bad with fucking names of songs. I can't, or people's names too. I meet someone and say, hey, all right, that name just went in and out of my fucking head. Then I'll see that person a second time and be like, Pfft. They know my, hey, Josh, how you doing? Pretty good. Um, you? Um, so, yeah, it, it's good. Kudos again. Glad there's people out there who adopt. Fantastic that they do. And I just can't be one of them. But I, I did it to a dog. And again, the first couple of days after you do rescue a dog or adopt a dog or get one from the fucking pound puppy place, um, the shelter, you, I, I'm a little wary of that dog not around me but around the kids and especially when the dog is bigger so I, I guess going back to the fucking smalls i get it i get it i get why people get small dogs 
Uh, I get why wiener dogs are popular or fucking poodles or uh, 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 beagles and shit. You know, I understand. They're all cute. And they all have the demeanor. You know, they all have that nice demeanor around children, like uh, labs or golden retrievers. You know, they're probably uh, obviously has, have attacked less, and they just have that natural, you know, uh, DNA in their bodies to keep them calm dogs. And, yeah, for the first few days, I was, I was watching this behemoth of a dog. Again, it's not even that big, but it's, it's bigger than we're, we're usually used to. And it has, that, it has that breed probably in it somewhere, right? Even though it doesn't look much like a pit bull, like the, the standard sort of clipped-eared, fucking wide-ass-faced uh, uh, pit bull, it's enough you could tell that, okay, that probably has some uh, terrier in it, like I said. So I was definitely watching the dog around my daughter and my son, but I think my son can uh, defend himself a little bit better. But, you know, my daughter, she's six years old, and she's, she's tiny. She's a tiny little thing. So I'm just, okay, this dog can fucking knock her over, bowl her over, and fucking uh, chew her head. You know, I don't want to hear that on the first couple of days I have this dog. So I'm definitely watching out for that. And it didn't take long. It didn't take long to see that this dog was, uh, you know, special. A special little dog. Sweet uh, and cuddling. And, you know, wanting to be kind of like a lap dog, even though it's, 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 she's gigantic. So it, it's good that we got this, the calmness. And the first few days, it was the calmest dog I've ever seen. I uh, would sleep pretty much all day. Uh, the walks were, you know, uh, she pulls a lot. She's strong as shit. So those were a little tedious, uh, and my son doesn't really want to walk her because it pulls him pretty heavily as well. So there's some things issue. You know, she needs to get trained a little bit more to come back, especially if she gets off her leash uh, and maybe escapes the yard. She just she bolts, you know, and she doesn't really come back. Listen to words. She'll bolt wherever she wants to go. Maybe she has a little bit of hound in her uh, that will make that breed do that as well. So I don't know. I don't know. Just that, that, that's what frustrated me the other day on my walk. And it's, it's funny just going on walks anyways, just seeing the reaction of certain people. And then you have, just like everything else, you get the, you get the uh, pit bull people. They're like, oh, they're the sweetest dogs, aren't they? Especially if they're treated cor uh, right or correct, you know, treated in an in a ethical fashion. And I'm like, yeah, they are. They're, they are sweet dogs. And I'm sure a lot of uh, kind of owners of dogs that are kind of deemed on the watch list, you know, they're fucking blacklisted, like a fucking what communists in the 50s from hollywood you know they, they they know you know those people who who are the owners of what's i guess more violent breeds are being uh they're they're more capable of being violent like the shepherds like german shepherds and and uh terriers of, of the, the larger variety they, they get it i know they, they have their dogs at home who are probably sweethearts as well um and again the only time i've been nipped at a few times by dogs one is a fucking collie i think uh, years ago, I just, hey, puppy, you fucking almost bit my finger off. Uh, another one was a little shit dog, just like a little, a little mutt of some kind that was a little ankle biter that would kind of nipped at me. I can't remember where that was. But yeah, those are the ones that are, that's, those are the ones I'm watching out for. Because those owners don't give a fuck. They'll let him off the leash. Oh, he's fine. You know, my dog's fine. So they won't even, because just because they're 12 pounds doesn't mean they can't fucking chew my nuts off. Right? A 12-pound dog, 15-pound dog can do a fucking, some damage. A fucking squirrel could rip your eyes out. Right? Animals, are, they're strong. Even a 10-pound a dog will do some damage. So, I, again, it goes back and forth. It goes back and forth. I don't know. Why, why the fuck am I talking about this so long? I don't know. Oh, you know the, another thing I fucking hate, too? What, when I was walking the dog? Let's just keep, I could keep going on that tangent. So, um, there's the, I, who the fuck's honking a horn that long? Jesus Christ. It's like the, this guy was pressing on the horn for 30 seconds. I'm sure they got the gist that they're, the car is supposed to move. Um, oh, leaf blowers or gardening in general. We, our house that we live in now that we're trying to fucking get out of uh, or try to sell, trying to sell, it backs up to a park that leads to a school. And I've never seen so much gardening happening happening in my whole life. I mean, it's just I guess it's the cleanliness of the world that we were trying to get to for whatever reason. There can't be a fucking hair out of place in nature, right? We there can be no wild nature in the suburbs or in the cities. It has to be completely polished and clean, which is, again, kind of asinine and kind of bullshit because it'll never get that way. But I've never heard so many fucking weed whackers. Uh, I've never heard so many lawnmowers. How many times do you need to mow the lawn? Uh, and the leaf blowers, those are the ones that are the worst. It's like a fucking jet engine on these guys' backs. And how fucking loud. Can, don't they have a silencer on that shit? You can, put, make, you can make everything quiet. But maybe, again, with this, with this fucking neighborhood, with all the goddamn um, loud, crackling mufflers, 
getting more susceptible to, no- to noise. But these leaf blowers are fucking loud. And when I was walking the dog again the other day, after we went by the fucking little shit mutt, uh, uh, another mile down the road, we would go by a leaf blower. My dog's flipping out, right? Because she fucking hears this noise. And it's, of course, you know, it, it'd be nice if the guys who are fucking weed whacking or leaf blowing to stop when someone's walking by on the sidewalk. And sometimes they do. But this guy's back was turned towards us. He can't hear shit. He's like in a fucking... He's like in a uh, cockpit of a fucking Blue Angel. That was an F-14. Uh, F-16? Was that a gun? I don't know. I can't remember. I remember the Blue Angels when I was a kid. They used to fly over Miramar getting ready for their fucking little uh, air show. Hopefully no massive crashes. Um, but yeah, this guy's got a fucking F-16 strapped to his back. He, he can't hear. And my dog's just uh, trying to run into this busy intersection or busy road that we're walking to the side of on the sidewalk. Yeah, now she's, she's freaking the fuck out because think about what her ears are hearing. You know, if they can hear 10 times more than we can, and I'm fucking like, Jesus Christ, I need earplugs. And she's, yeah, again. So we pass by. He's blowing fucking leaves all over the place. And he's blowing leaves away from rocks. I don't, I don't get that. Isn't that the beauty of fall that's coming up? If it ever gets here, it's going to be fucking 95 degrees until probably december but isn't that the beauty of fall is when the the leaves actually fucking fall they they change colors and they fall to the ground and, you know i know california is not as fucking beautiful as like the uh south or the uh northeast when the changing of the maple leaves or whatever or does uh, sort of that uh one of my one of my teachers uh orgasm of colors which is fucking kind of a strange uh kind of strange simile there a strange metaphor to put on on red leaves and and, and yellow leaves changing from green, I don't know, orgasm, orgasm of color. Um, but this orgasm of color, and I, isn't that when you're a kid, if you happen to live in a place where you did have to rake up leaves, you just you go jump in them. I didn't have that luxury. I grew up in fucking San Diego County, so we played on, like, uh, fucking cactus and shit. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's, the nice, that's the niceties of Americana, right? The idea of, ah, leaves, raking them up, not fucking blowing them. And when you blow them, where are they going? They're going right in the fucking roadway. They're just blowing them all over the place. So they kind of blow them away from the fucking rocks are better than looking than leaves. And then, but why? I don't get it. I like leaves on grass. When you see a bunch of just a, a littered lawn of, you know, even a fucking dying lawn, since we can't water shit in California anymore, because uh, it costs fucking $80 a gallon to make a lawn green. But isn't it, I like, it looks pretty to me. It looks nice. It looks better. It looks kind of wild. Right? I like sometimes when you get your grasses to grow higher than they should, not to have it at this fucking, uh, you know, buzz cut, a military buzz cut of a lawn. But the idea of making nature wild, I've always liked that. So the fucking leaf, you don't see leaf blowers in fucking Yellowstone or Yosemite. Why would you? You only see it in these, like I said, around apartment buildings or condos or fucking HOA neighborhoods, which I thank God we don't live in one and I don't ever want to. They would make me buy a leaf blower if I live. If I had to pay a fucking homeowners association, uh, one, they'd probably maybe provide landscapers that I'm paying up the nose for, or I would have to buy a fucking, uh, yeah, blower, right? I don't know. Does, does anybody else have problems with fucking leaf blowers? It's just wildly annoying. And it's every morning. It seems like it's every fucking morning. And it doesn't happen like at a nice 9 o'clock time. It happens like at 6.37 in the fucking morning. I understand these landscapers probably get paid shit. And they have to work all day and go to like, I don't know how many different properties in a day to do the same shit over and over and over again. But why? Why can't you just wait till like 8 maybe? 8 would be nice. And even on a weekend, right? Do you have to do it on the weekend? You can't wait till like 9 or 10? You know, you can't wait till after football starts to fucking start leafing that shit blowing those leaves away i just i don't know it doesn't get it it's fucking too too sterile of a world that we're living in it's too clean everything's just too clean we're trying to make everything fucking just square and uh polished and again like fucking just that's just life in general that's people in general they like everything to be perfect uh and going to that segwaying oh look at that look at that fucking segue uh going to that i am 41 years old and i'm going to get braces 41 years old and getting braces and I need them. This isn't a case of, Oh, I just want my teeth to be perfect. That sort of Hollywood veneer, uh, smile. No, 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 no. I don't need, I actually physically need braces, right? Uh, crowded upper, upper jaw. 
Uh, I have, you know, obviously gaps between my... I can't fucking chew into a burrito and rip it cleanly. I have to use my fucking molars. You know, I can't eat a ham sandwich without the ham fucking slipping out, right? So I have problems. I have mouth issues. And those of you who are born fucking perfect teeth, again, good for you, all right? But when you see people with a mangled fucking mouth like mine, if you can see the fucking snaggletooth uh, saurus walking down the street like I am, uh, smile, but I won't smile back because I'll be too embarrassed that you'll fucking make, make fun of my uh, imperfect smile, right? And not just imperfect, it's, 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 it's a challenge. It's been a challenge. And why, Josh? Pray tell, Josh. Why did you not get braces at a normal age, like 14 or 15? I don't know. I went, I went to see the dentist or the orthodontist. I remember when I was probably 15 or 16. I went through all the things that they gave me like a little pill beforehand to take if I wanted to relax more before I uh, got the, I think I had to, well, I still need to get a jaw surgery for this, not a major one. It's gotten easier, I guess, over the years and not as uh, uh, in, uh, invasive, right? So back then, I remember they were telling me, oh, I had to, they had to fucking completely crack my upper jaw, put some rods and shit in between, and I'd be, you know, three months before I'd get braces while my jaw widens out and my teeth spread out or whatever it was. So I think I probably, I probably heard that as like a 16-year-old punk rock kid, you know, all about punk rock, uh, fucking Joe Strummer from The Clash. I don't think he had any teeth before he got famous and started making money. His teeth were all fucked up. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of bands come from fucking England. A lot of their teeth were fucked up. So I was kind of like, ah, okay, that's all right. It's, you know, I'm able to eat. You know, it's not like I'm sitting here drinking fucking uh, steak smoothies and shit through a straw. I'm able to eat still, but I should have got it done. And now looking back 25 years, I'm like, fuck, why didn't I get it done? I'd be completely done by now. Probably still not to have a perfect smile, but at least have more of a functional mouth. Uh, it's, it is, but the, what we're going for now is just perfection. And that's what it seems like. I mean, every fucking kid I see, I don't think we're going to have crooked teeth in the future i might be the last of a dying breed the last of a dying breed of crooked teeth so maybe i shouldn't get it but i will i need to at one point in my life i'd like to smile at one point in my life i'd like to chuckle in front of strangers without putting my hand like i'm, I'm doing right now which is i don't know why you can't see me but putting my hand in front of my mouth i'd like to do that once and just to go on my deathbed you know maybe five years after i get my braces um and say oh wow i was able to smile i was able to smile so let me just break this shit down for you, though. All right. So the first thing that orthodontist talked to me about, and he was recommended or referred to me by another dentist I was seeing up north for a couple of years and going through the steps and lengths of looking how to get braces. And it's always the cost. I mean, don't get, don't get, get, get me wrong. But when I was 15, I was on my parents' insurance. And my dad was a mailman for 37 years. So he had pretty good government insurance. And uh, I, I, I should have got him. I should have got them. And one thing they didn't do, I'm not going to blame my parents for this shit. It's my fault. But one thing they didn't do, they didn't really push me to say, like, you're getting fucking braces. Get the fuck in that chair. Get your fucking jaw cracked. And get those goddamn fucking mangled teeth fixed. And they never really opened up about... My parents don't do that. They don't open up about their medical history. They don't open up about the dental problems they may have had. I remember my dad, when I was younger, he, he had missing teeth. I mean, I was too young to probably remember. But I remember... It, I, I, I see, I've seen pictures. And he had some missing teeth, and he had to get some like kind of replacements at an early age. So it could be hereditary, my bad teeth. Uh, it could be it, I, I've t actually taken care of them, uh, even with all that crowding. Even the dentists say, like, wow, your teeth are pretty strong, and they look good for how much of, a, of, I guess, how much you do need braces or how much you do need work on your teeth. Your teeth are looking pretty healthy. Your gums are fairly healthy. You know, I don't see a lot of issues with that outside of you needing to get this small surgery to get braces on. So, where was I? Yeah, but now I'm seeing these fucking kids. Uh, they're getting braces like at seven years old. I, don't, I didn't lose my fucking last tooth until I was like, I think, 14. I still have baby teeth until I think I was 14. My son, I think, just lost his last one. And thank God, so far, I don't remember when my teeth started getting crooked. I used to have this big fucking, like, in sixth grade, I had a fucking big gap between my, uh, my uh, two front teeth. I don't know where that went. Over the years, everything just crunched together on my uh, on the upper upper uh, upper teeth there. So uh, hopefully he won't need braces. His 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 bite looks good. His his teeth are straight. So we're kind of I'm harping on him especially, and my wife is too. That oh, take care of your teeth, right? It's important. And my wife had to get braces, but she got them you know normal age, probably 18 years old or whatever she was. Got them a little later, but she eventually got them. Uh, my daughter, we'll see. She has that gap between her two front teeth, which is adorable. But she might need them when she's older, and we'll get them for her. We're going to get them. I don't know if I'll get them at seven, though. 
she's not going to lose all. She's fucking six. She hasn't even lost a tooth yet. So she's going to be a lot, a, I guess, a late bloomer in terms of teeth loss as well. And again, that's just uh, is that that's genetics. That's not nature. No, that's nature. That's not nurture. But it is nature. Uh, and I, I think I was a, I was a fairly late bloomer. I didn't have a, I didn't have a hair on my dick until I was probably fourteen. I still remember you know going to the fucking gym and getting changed. And I'm like, ah, I would towel change uh, in front of kids because I don't want to see see them to see my fucking hairless nuts. Uh, but now that'd probably be in, right? Are, are kids like fucking shaving down there now at an early age? Are they fucking going to the uh, going to the salon and getting that goop fucking uh, on their balls and then ripped off like they did in the forty year year old virgin on his chest hair? Is that happening with kids now? I don't know. But what I know is that braces are going on earlier and earlier and earlier. Uh, and it's just, to me, it's like, why? Why are we getting braces at fourth grade? It used to be, the, you know, kind of awkward high school. And I've seen high school kids with the, with the braces on as well. But then all the teeth are perfect. All the teeth are pretty perfect. And this shit's expensive. And my dumbass insurance, yeah, I have medical insurance, but I don't have orthodontic insurance or dental insurance. I have to get some fucking Aflac <coughs> supplemental insurance just to pay for that. So this is, let me break it down for you. This is the nature of the beast in terms of being 41 and having to get braces. All right, estimated, estimated treatment time, 36 months. Is that average? I kind of remember maybe two years kids would have braces for. I don't know, 36 months. So I'm, I'm a special case. Uh, a braces, a consultation, 140 bucks. All right, that's not too bad. Um, if I wanted, let me see here. If I wanted upper and lower clear brackets, It'd be $525 for the clear one, so you won't, wouldn't be a metal mouth walking around. But if I get braces, I'm going fucking metal mouth. I want the fucking headgear, too. I'm going to just go fucking to work with this goddamn giant globe on my head of metal. And, yeah, see what they can make fun of me for now. Fucking little assholes. Uh, I have to get some periodontal work. That's probably going to be around 1000 Uh, Let me see. Uh, another $500 for some other fucking consultation. I don't know. X-rays and a mold, I think, which I've already done. I don't know why I have to do it again. Anyways, the total, 10465 bucks. That's just for braces. That's not the surgery I need, which I think my medical coverage does, or my medical insurance does cover a, a portion of it. So that'll probably be hopefully under 1000 with the insurance. But I, I'm probably going to be in the zone of like twelve to 13000 bucks For non, and what the dentist asked, what kind of smile, what do you want? What do you want out of the braces? And I said, I don't need perfection. I've lived like this for a long time now. I need functionality. That's what I want. I want functionality. Fuck perfection. I don't need that Hollywood shit, right? I'm not going into Hollywood anytime soon. No one's going to fucking hire me as a model at 41 years old and a fucking alcoholic nose. Um, I'm, it's, it's over for me in terms of trying to uh, be pretty, right? I don't need it. I'm married. Will that last forever? Hopefully. We'll see. I don't know. But I'm not going to be some fucking 50-year-old guy with dentures trying to go get laid in a nightclub, right? I just want functionality. And if I could smile without being too embarrassed, I don't even mind when smiles are imperfect either. You see hot chicks all the time with a little, you know, a snackle tooth. Like Jewel. Remember that singer? Didn't she have a little fucking, uh, what do they call them? I can't remember. A little snackle tooth, right? But she was still hot. And there's girls all the time that have that. A gap between their teeth. There's like a new thing with models. I don't know. I don't know if this is the whole Me Too movement where women could uh, do, look however they want. But that's not the case. Models still have to be hot. Right? And I've seen just regular girls walking down the street that don't have perfect smiles and they're still good looking. They still can be. So functionality for me is key. And health. Right? Teeth are uh, something that I, I considered throughout my life, but not really that much. And now that I'm getting older, uh, I, I am considering my tooth health to be uh, pretty important. And you know, all that shit where if you have a rotten tooth, it could fucking lead to uh, heart, a heart attack or heart disease. I don't want that shit to happen. So I have been, I've taken care of my teeth, but now I just want, again, I want to fucking bite a burrito and just fucking pull it and be able to just, wow, I could chew. I could take that full bite like a normal fucking human being. Uh, do dogs have bad, do, I think dogs get bad teeth, don't they? We had, I think we had a, well, dogs get, dogs get like underbites and shit, right? Don't they have like the ugliest dog contest every year and they have underbites and fucking snaggle teeth poking out of their fucking forehead? I think I've seen that before. But um, I don't know. It seems like it's a human thing, obviously, right? The idea, the smile is important. It's the first thing people see. Uh, and that's true. And I've never been able to smile. But I've gotten by okay, right? I have a beautiful family. I have a loving family, right? So I was able to get through life with fucking the, the smile that I have or the non-smile that I have. 
So we'll see what happens. Maybe I'll be a new Josh. Maybe I'll be a, maybe I'll be a new me. Maybe I'll have a fucking Brad Pitt square ass jaw, or like the fucking uh, what's the goddamn guy's name? The fucking Rocky. I I'll break you. The Russian guy, Dolph Lundgren. Maybe I'll have one of those fucking goddamn. Uh, maybe I'll ask him to just while I'm having my jaw broken in half and trying to get this little fucking platelets on it on my teeth. Uh, maybe I'll ask him to give me a little fucking chin divot. Right? Give me a fucking ass chin now so I can have that big square jaw. What was that Jim Carrey and fucking, uh, was that me, myself, and Irene where he went and got a chin implant? Or, I don't know what movie that was. Um, but yeah, that, that would, that'd be nice. It'd be nice to see what happens. Maybe, maybe I'll become that fucking male model. Maybe I'll be a 45-year-old model and make it to Hollywood even though I don't act. I don't know. But I could always be off screen, right? I could always be off screen. Maybe I'll do voiceover work. Maybe I'll start doing voiceover work and maybe once I get my teeth fixed, I won't have this fucking fucked up voice anymore but maybe i'll even get better deeper more suave more debonair maybe i'll get gigs that way that's something to consider that is something to consider but i just wanted you guys to know how much this shit fucking costs so if there is any problems in this world if there's any problems in this country in particular all right now we're gonna get to it any problems in america good old us of a what could it be what could we fix right is there a lot of things yeah we could fix a lot of things can we do more for fucking global warming or climate change? Yeah, we could do more. Can we help out the homeless people more? All right, can we find them shelters for mental health and clinics that they can visit for mental health? Yeah, why not? We could do that. We could fucking get rid of these goddamn tent cities that are popping up in every fucking place in this country, and in particular in fucking California. We can get rid of skid rows and tent cities by providing care and maybe some sort of work program to get these people off the streets or drug intervention or whatever it is or if they're just fucking again batshit crazy get them help get them off the street we could do that the housing market the crisis the fucking cost of living in this state in particular could we fix that yeah we could stop jacking up fucking prices stop building shit we got to stop building shit fix the fucking roads with the goddamn tax money that we're paying up the ass right Fix the roads, then make affordable housing or do that first. We could do a lot more shit. The goddamn loan crisis, school loan, student loan debt. Could we fix that? Yeah, we could. We could easily fix that. How? I don't fucking know, but I know we could. We have enough people in place, smarter than me, that could figure it out. But no, the banks want the fucking money for kids to go get that piece of paper and get a shit job somewhere and fucking live their life out in a goddamn cubicle before blowing their brains out. We can fix that. I know we can. But also, the fucking healthcare. Can we fix goddamn healthcare by now? Please. Can we actually fix it? I would go to the doctor more if I didn't have to fucking pay all these goddamn fees. Right? And now, luckily, I have insurance. I still don't go that much because I, I don't want to go if I don't feel fucking sick. <coughs> now that I'm coughing, uh, I, I will go to the doctor when I feel sick and I'll pay that $50 or $40 copay, whatever it is. And nothing's just 40 bucks. You're going to go in there. You have to get the medicine if you get sick. If you have a fucking goddamn athlete's foot. I think it cost me. I had this athlete's foot that kept fucking coming back on my toes, on my left foot. I don't know if it was from the gym or some fucking fungus I stepped in. I have no idea. But I went to the copay, 40 bucks. Okay, sure. Then I have to buy the medicine, which is not much. Then I have to buy something else, which is not much either. So I can get out of there under 75 bucks. But still, 75 fucking bucks to find out. Yep, athlete's foot. That was a goddamn five minute. I think it was in there five minutes. And he looked at it. Yep, athlete's foot. And this wasn't a podiatrist. This is just a general practitioner. How does he know? And it went away. It eventually went away, right? With the creams and ointments and uh, whatever else I was doing. It did go away. But 75 bucks for a five minute visit. That doesn't seem right. But think about this. Fucking $12,000 to fix my teeth. $12,000, right? What if I get ca fucking cancer? What if I get like diabetes type two, right? What if I get one of those where I have to completely change my lifestyle and be on medicine and visit the doctor twice a month or whatever you have to do when you get those treatments? How much is that going to fucking cost with insurance, right? That's, it's just a fucking bullshit. I know. Okay. You're all, everybody's probably heard this before. Okay. Yeah, Josh, we know healthcare is a problem, but not it. You, you know, until it fucking, well, you don't know until it actually hits you. Until you see the bill, and you're like, what the fuck? Right, what the fuck? And I put this thing up, I don't know, a couple of years ago on Inst uh, not Instagram, probably Facebook. But I put it up somewhere. My, my wife got a, a, a bunion fixed on her foot, 
right? A bunion. So she had it for, I don't know, way too long, probably 20-something years, just like my fucked up teeth. So she had this bump on her foot that she was always embarrassed to wear sandals around, right? Or have her, her feet bare because there's this little bump on the edge of her toe. I never cared. But it's something that I'm sure most people worry about. It's aesthetics, right? It's the idea, just like teeth are. Uh, functionality and uh, obviously aesthetics should be second, how good they look. If they work, perfect. If they're straight enough, fine. But again, you don't have to get them fucking polished and whitened and all that shit. As long as they fucking work and don't get chipped and they're strong. That's all you really need, in my mind. That's just me living with a lifelong, lifelong, lifetime of fucking fucked up teeth. So I understand her foot wanting to get it fixed. And she had insurance. She was teaching at the time, which she still is. And we say, yeah, go get the surgery. And even the surgery where they wanted $5,000 up front. <clears throat> so the day of her surgery, I bring her in there. They say, oh, do you want to pay now? It's uh, how much is it? Uh, fifty-four hundred dollars. I'm like, fifty. I don't fucking have fifty-four hundred dollars. Just here, here's here's fifty-five hundred cash. Keep the change. I don't have that shit. So we had to do payment plans, and we been, we eventually paid it off. And it, it was, it, but the fucking I think it was thirty-seven thousand dollars. I gotta look at the the itemized ticket again. Itemized receipt. Thirty-seven thousand dollars. I remember when my son was born. It wasn't my daughter. It was my daughter was born. I saw the itemized bill. If we didn't have insurance, a fucking was it 500 milligram, maybe a thousand milligram of ibuprofen for my wife to obviously to fucking help with the cramps after labor and all that shit. $180 for a pill, 180 bucks for a fucking single aspirin. It's a, that's, that's unconscionable. You can't do that. We can't be doing that. I know we fucking have all these documentaries that are out. Oh, go to Canada, go here and there. No, I mean, obviously we can't fucking do that. If we live here, it's a pain in the ass. Go to countries that have healthcare. Yeah, maybe if I did get sick, I would have to really get sick and needed treatment. I'd have to consider that. But what's what's the process there? That costs money too, right? I mean, everything fucking costs money. But Jesus Christ, the fucking healthcare in this country is legitimately fucked, screwed up. So if you guys out there have, oh, I have great insurance, fucking good. So, but shut the fuck up. Not everybody does. And I would say, you were probably the exception, not the rule, right? If you have really good insurance and you're out there, you're probably, kudos to you. You're, you're one of the lucky ones because not all of us have that luxury, right? And I'm lucky even to have just regular insurance and have our, our kids have insurance. My wife, has, we have insurance. So if some shit does hit the fan, at least we'd be able to at least pay for it without bleeding through our fucking ears, right? Hopefully, that, hopefully none of us get bleeding ears because that will cost too much. I'm sure that's not covered in our, in our fucking PPO or whatever the hell it is. Um, yeah, consider yourselves one of the lucky ones. And just, you know, out there, the people out there, have compassion again for the people who don't have shit out there. The people who are actually at, are sick and need, need treatments that can't get it, right? Who need medication to survive and can't get it. Or if they do get it, they're spending all their fucking money on that shit, can't even afford rent or a mortgage, can't even afford a car, right? And they're, they're spending all their fucking money and all their time at work earning this money on their medical bills. And it's just, again, it's, it's, it's unfortunate. God damn it, Josh. Why are you getting all fucking political now? You started off talking about fucking dogs. Well, not fucking dogs, but dogs and the little shit dogs that attack you while you're walking down the street and the evil-eyed fucking owners, you know, lambasting you for uh, having a larger dog, which, which, which is a, a violent breed, like I mentioned earlier. How did I get it? Then fucking, what, did I, what else did I talk about? Leaf blowers? Fucking dogs, leaf blowers, and teeth. And then now the medical industry. Is that, is that really where this went today? That's where this podcast came from? What the fuck? It's almost, what am I in? Like 49 minutes in. Now nah, it'll, it'll go down a little bit once I cut out all the fucking empty air that I had earlier, I think. Um, but anyways, I got to go. In about 45 minutes, there's another fucking, uh, I guess, maybe supposed buyer of this house. What's, what's, the, what's the terms that real estate agents use? Speculated buyer? Speculated buyer. Right? It's all speculated. Reticulated? That's a fucking python, right? Reticulated reticulated buyer? Um, but more people are going to look at this house. They probably won't fucking buy it. Everything's too expensive. You know, it's fucking hot as shit in here. We don't have air conditioning. So it's like 90 degrees in here. I'm sure they'll feel that right away with these stupid fucking sunlights that we have in the living room and in the kitchen. Uh, hopefully someone will buy it. Someone will buy it like we did, like morons, a little over a year ago when we bought this house, this fucking hovel. Um, but hopefully someone will buy it and wish me luck, wish us luck, cross your fingers that we can just, uh, sell this place and then get in another place that'll fucking be wildly expensive too. But at least that, ho I hope that place is a little quieter. I hope that place, you know, there's probably gonna be neighbors around. We can't f afford land in this state. 
to put a tiny home on. Uh, we can't do that. We're not that at that point in our lives yet uh, where we could buy property. Yeah, we have to get the fuck out of California to buy property. Now, that's on my list. Uh, that's in the next couple of years. All right, I'm getting out of this place. And maybe hopefully get a good job. Work remotely if I could try to figure out any way to do that in my life. Uh, and just, you know, and, and live somewhere where nobody's around. Live in the middle of a fucking field, right? With just like mountain lions and shit. That's the only thing I have to worry about. And bears uh, and rabbits and fucking squirrels and shit. Uh, but that, I, I would be able to handle that probably better than humans. At least bears don't have a fucking uh, a muffler stuck up their ass and fucking. <laughs> where, they're, where they're fucking eating my uh, guts out. <laughs> eating my guts out. Uh, yeah, so deer are quiet. You know, mountain lions I don't think make much noise. They attack, but you can't even fucking hear them when they attack. I don't know. So that's it. Wish, wish us the best. Uh, wish us that we do, uh, and hope for us. Hope for us that we do find a house of our liking uh, where the kids can wander freely and I can sleep finally without the, the beautiful noises of an intersection right next to our house and those fucking people doing burnouts or whatever they call them. Donuts, sideshows, smoke shows. I don't know what the fuck I call them now. They fucking do goddamn this intersection. Fucking they burning their fucking rubber. All so I, I gotta gotta get away from that. I'm getting fucking PTSD. I think from traffic. Um, and fucking Harley's going by. You could probably just hear that one in the background. So I gotta go now. Gotta get ready. Uh, polish up the place. Put my bananas away. Put the cantaloupe in a, uh, in the refrigerator so people don't know that you're eating vitamin C or A or D. I gotta do all that shit now and just get ready. So I'm gonna put my paperwork away uh, and think about what I'll look like when I have straightened, so, somewhat straightened teeth. All right. So you guys can buy me a burrito, buy me a fucking ham sandwich. You, you could do something for me since I'm just giving you all this pleasurable uh, listening time. All right. See you guys next time. Uh, hopefully I'll do one later this week or over the weekend. And uh, go, go Chargers. Uh, NFL football started. Hopefully you guys enjoyed the first week. Uh, uh, my team finally fucking won their first game uh, of the season uh, in the first week, which is very, very rare. Almost blew it like fucking usual. Uh, and who else am I going to root for? I'm sure people, oh, he likes the Chargers. I'm from San Diego, right? Who else am I going to root for? The fucking Raiders? Can't do that. 49ers? I did that when I was a kid because I was a fucking front runner when Steve Young was winning all those goddamn Super Bowls. So I did that. It's over. And I don't mind either team, but who else am I going to root for? All right. So enjoy the football weekend. Uh, I don't know if there's any good college games. I don't think there has any, been any yet. There are too many ranked games. But yeah, we'll see what happens in the NFL. And then maybe I'll touch on that a little bit after uh, the Chargers lose to the fucking Lions in Detroit. All right. Have a good weekend, guys. Talk to you soon.